Hello, and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello, I'm Bree James, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack Mag Parents Podcast. Now, in the age of technology, there's been a big shift from how we use it to interact and the amount of face-to-face exchanges as opposed to how teens interact in the modern era. So there is a significant amount of communication happening over text, messages, apps, social networks online, et cetera, et cetera. But with that comes concerns over their understanding and command of in-person exchanges. So put simply, are the Gen X and the generations coming after them, Generation Alpha, et cetera, losing their skills on how to communicate in real life as opposed to virtual space? Are we fighting the inevitable, clinging to the old world when we should be embracing the new? Or do we need to ensure our children learn how to be more present, aware of what their body language is telling others, and how looking for cues in others is a huge part of building relationships? Well, to help us navigate this huge topic about the importance of body language is none other than the amazing Barbara Pease joining us. So Barbara is the most successful relationship author in the business and an expert when it comes to body language. She and her husband, Alan, have 18 bestsellers, including 10 number ones and travel the world extensively giving seminars in 70 countries. They've got kids. They understand that, you know, the importance of body language. So let's get her on Zoom and let's find out how we can teach our children the importance of body language. It's time to get to class. So tell me, Barbara, I know there's a lot to it, but in general, our tweens and teens are losing their their soft skills, uh, like how to interact face-to-face with others. How can we help them with that? We have to get back to basics with them. So the pressure that is on our kids at the moment to be very social on all the social devices is unbelievable. And schools are not teaching our kids about body language and how to communicate face-to-face, which I feel is sad. I think that as soon as kids get into high school, they should be given the body language book so that they can read about how to get people on side, how to read their body language, how to make big people feel comfortable. But there's none of that. It's, it's really sad. So here you have generations of kids that are texting. That's their major way of communication and nothing face-to-face. So we've, we've done some research and we're now in a situation where kids have got 10% less connection in their brains than we do because they're not using it. And you think of the posture of our young generation that's coming up. We're going to be the hunchbacks because we're totally looking down at our phones. So as the older generation, like yourself and my generation, it's up to us to say, you need to be able to communicate face-to-face as well as on text. I mean, even their spelling is going down because they don't use full words anymore. They've got their own language. So it's up to us to teach them how to read people, how to understand body language. When they've upset someone, this younger generation, they can't read this. They are less likely to look at a person to be able to say, I've upset them, I really, they really like me or I like them or they're angry. They have none of those skills. So it's, again, it's up to us to try and teach them to learn these skills. 
I think Skype is ha happening a little bit with the, the generations, but I don't think they're going to realise that they're missing these skills until they're 20 or 30. And that's what I'm seeing through my VIP weekends. I used to run them before COVID. And I was getting all of these young guys that were studying to be doctors, um, dentists, sales reps, all coming to me and saying, I'm fantastic texting with girls and communicating. But when I go on a date with them, I want to pick up my phone and I want to start texting them. Like, how are you? And for them to reply, like to look at someone's face, they didn't know how to do it. They felt uncomfortable. And these were highly educated young people, mainly men that were, are coming to the courses to say, I can't, I can't get on, I can't get women on site. I, I feel awkward on a date. What, what do I do? How do I read their body language? And it just breaks my heart. It's scary, isn't it? Because I even know I employ a lot of young people and some of them have never even answered a phone before. Um, they only like to message. So they don't even have that soft skill of being able to not know who a phone, who's on the phone. Um, if it's not, you know, if it's a landline in a business, they're too scared to even answer that because they're not used to that sort of skill either. Absolutely. And, you know, in graduations, I've been to a few graduations um, at the kids' school and just watching the kids walk on stage. These are grade 12s. They don't know how to dress. They don't know how to walk. They don't know how to put their extend their hand out on time. They're 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 lost. And I remember saying to both my kids, when you graduate in grade 12, I said, I'm going to take your whole class and I'm going to teach the girls how to do their makeup, how to do their hair, how to walk, how to put their hand out, and how to be confident. Because I look at this generation that's graduating and saying, would I employ any of them? No, they have no confidence. They have no presence. They don't use their body language. Another thing happened to me the other day. I was at a, um, a meeting and this photographer was saying, oh, every time I take a photo of you, Barb, um, it's always beautiful. Your smile is just so natural. And she said, what I'm noticing with younger people and some older people is they don't know how to smile properly. That's all body language. They do not know how to smile to make people. They don't know how to smile with their eyes. They don't know how to smile with their teeth. So their photos come across very unfriendly and they never look, they don't shine. It's just, oh, another photo. And you think about it, the amount of photos these young kids take, but they don't practice a real smile. And a smile will get you places. But if you've got fake smiles, People who understand body language will steer clear of you. So I actually said to the photographer, you need to run some courses on how to smile in front of the camera, how to love the camera and how to come across. So all of these skills are coming back gradually saying, I don't know how to do it because we've lost this ability to teach our young people. Most of them are on watching Netflix or you know, texting or whatever they're doing they're not educating, they're not reading books, they're not going to the next step in their life. It's really sad, isn't it? Because I guess you, from what you're saying, we're realising how important body language matters. Why does it matter so much? Well, you think about it, 60 to 80% of what you portray to people is your body language. 
So people read, you know, when you're in the presence, they're looking at what your body is saying and then how you're coming across. So unless you can do that, if you are a negative person and you're crossing your arms all the time when you're talking, I mean, you probably have people in interviews that go, oh, right, okay, I'm doing this interview. But you can look at that person and say, oh, there's something about them. They're not open. They're not giving. They're not giving us the information that I'm, I'm asking for. They're just really negative. So body language is so important to come across to people that you're open, you're warm, you want to learn, you want to engage, you want to make them feel really good. And if you're a good body language reader, and if someone's in front of me, say if you were in front of me and I'm talking to you and you lean back, and you cross your arms. The first thing I'd say is, Brie, I've just said something and I can tell by your body language that you don't agree with it or it's something that, you know, I need to expand on. Can you tell me what it is? And then you'll go, oh, well, actually, Barb, you said this, this and this and I don't agree with it and these are the reasons. And then I start mirroring you, you start opening up and then we can have a dialogue. If I don't say that to you, the rest of the interview, I've lost you. You've gone. You've gone somewhere else. You're like, can't wait for this inter interview to be over. So that's why it's so important to be able to read and also to be able to connect with people and make them feel good about being in your space. I think even what you're saying there is for us to be aware of our own body language as well, because sometimes we subconsciously, you know, um, we might be tired or something else and you've done this body language, but it's being conscious of that and going, hold on a minute, I don't want to give the wrong impression to this person. So even our children with their slumping and they're, you know, not standing up tall with their shoulders back, it shows uh, that they're just all laying down on the desk in class. It shows that disinterest uh, to their teachers, which um, is so much of it that kids unaware of themselves and what they're portraying and it's it, it the person that is watching this body language even if they don't understand that they know body language they get a feeling about you they feel that person is disrespectful they're they're not the type of person I want to do business with or want to employ or whatever the case is you're trying to present if you've got really bad body language skills and you can't read a person then all aspects of your life whether it's you're trying to get a date or a job or at school connecting with your teacher the teacher's going to go I'm not even going to bother with this student this student is so disrespectful so again it comes back to it you know people say body language is old it's not it's never going to go away it's our first language it's still the language that females have to read their babies to say is that baby hurt is it tired is it hungry what is it what are they trying to communicate because there's no words yet so if we lose this skill it's going to be harder for the younger generation to connect with their babies and know what is happening with their babies so that's why body language is a skill that needs to be taught if it's not taught at school which i know it doesn't happen at the school my kids go to um, it has to be taught at home yeah absolutely so obviously many parents are facing many challenges, but what are we, uh, what are we facing regarding relationships and identifying the cues in this modern world when it comes to body language? You're talking about families. 
communicating yeah. together. Well, that's that that's a big issue too because a lot of families now, when they come home or they come together, everyone is in separate rooms, and they're not communicating as a family. They haven't set boundaries, so dinner time is when we get together. We talk about issues, and and they're the times that you can pick up when your child is being disrespectful which if they're doing it to you they're probably doing it to other people where you say you know sit up at the table use your knife and fork have good manners where's your eye contact so it's it's the times that you set that you're together that you can actually help them with the skills and buying a book like you know body language for example or uh, you know relationships it's another thing that our schools don't teach kids that you know having a male brain or a female brain is different so how do you come up with those you know how do you uh, communicate with a different brain so all of those things and I think parents need to set that time get them off their devices and get them into a family situation because that is when you're going to have the most impact on your children and I, you know, we, we put boundaries on our kids' devices. They have to be a family first and then they can have their devices after they've done their schoolwork. Mm, so, so important. So what kind of skills then on a body language point of view are important for our children to learn? Okay, so we need to teach them eye contact because they're always looking down. You notice a lot of young kids they don't want to look at your face. They don't want to communicate. They feel like it's too, oh, this is a bit much. So you've got to teach them how to look at a person when they're speaking with them and not looking away or turning their back. So again, eye contact is really important. Distance, how far do you stand away? If you stand too far, people are think they think you're, oh, you're a bit off. You think you're better than me. You know, you're not even really in my space. You, if you're too close to a person, then they'll think you're a standover merchant, that you're invading their space, you're making them feel uncomfortable. And people will tell you where your space is. We have a certain distance that we like. Some people have longer, some people have shorter. And you'll see if you're too close to someone, you'll see them take a step back. And when someone takes a step back, what they're saying is, I'm comfortable, please stay there. But a lot of the times you'll see a dance. You move back. So I'll move forward because I feel comfortable. I want to be close to you. And you're going, oh, my goodness, this person is invading me. So, again, understanding that don't do a dance. Make the person comfortable. If they want to be further away from you, that's okay. Also, look at the person's feet. Where, is, where, the, where are their feet pointing? If their feet are pointing away from you, it's a good sign that whatever you're saying or doing, they're going to escape because where your feet point is where you're going to go. So again, look at their feet, see where if they're going to escape you or if they're feeling relaxed, smile. One of the things that women um, need to do and look at is when you're bored, when you don't like someone, you do a tight lip smile. And you've probably seen this everywhere where it's no teeth and you're listening to someone and there's, you. we think we're smiling, but the other person picks up that you're bored, you want to get away from them, you don't particularly like them. So again, it's when you're communicating with someone, show your teeth and smile with your eyes. Because if you're dead with your eyes, your smile is fake and people will know, oh, she's just 
placed a smile on her face. She's not really meaning it. So use your eyes and use your smile. Negative body language, get rid of it. No crossing of the body whatsoever. Don't hold your own hands like you're making me nervous. You have to be relaxed and you have to use your hands and be open to say, I'm non-threatening. I like listening to you and feeding back. So if someone's talking to you as a woman or a male or a female brain, we like to be fed back to. So, oh, and what happened next? Oh, that's fantastic. Whereas if you're dealing with a male brain, it's okay to just grunt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm. Fewer <laughs> words. Male brain, fewer words. Female brain, go, go to town. Go to town with them. Um, what other body language? Um, they're the main ones. There's so many others, but the main ones are those ones that you've got to get under control so that you build rapport with people and you make them feel. They'll walk away from you and go, oh, I really loved talking to Bree. She, she just understands me and she made me feel so welcome and so good about myself because the thing is, and what people, children don't understand is that people are only interested in themselves. So when you're talking to someone and you're trying to build a relationship, don't talk about yourself. Talk about them. Ask them questions about themselves. How did you, how did you go with your exams? What's your favourite subject? And at the end of your conversation, they'll go, wow, Brie was fantastic. I really loved communicating with her. It's so true. People love talking about themselves, so give them the opportunity. Yeah, and you don't talk about yourself unless they ask you a question. And then you say, oh, thanks for asking. I'd love to tell you a little bit about myself. But if they don't ask, they're not interested. They yeah. just want to bond with you. And that's and that okay. hurt sometimes. Look at her. It's like, hey, you haven't asked me a single question. <laughs> I, <laughs> know. I know. But again, it's skills that people are, are really Absolutely. missing and it is, and, and that's in everyday life. And I think, you know, we have, my boys, if anything, they drive me nuts because they don't, they won't stop talking. But I know that it's a soft skill that many of their friends don't have. They come to our house, they can't look at me. They don't, they don't know what to do at dinner time because they've never sat and had a family meal before. Um, if they don't have a device to play with, they don't know how to play. Like it's actually getting to a point where I'm actually very, very concerned about this next generation that unless there's something in their hand, um, that they can't communicate at all. They can't. They really can't. And that's when, that's what I was saying, I this, this trend of, because um, I do coaching as well, and the trend of the amount of people who are having coaching sessions with me purely to how do I connect with someone? Yeah. What am I doing that people don't want to be around me? Or And that's sad. I'm like, oh, my goodness, we have to teach our young. It's up to us. Schools aren't going to do it. Schools are doing, you know, I think schools are outdated um, in what they teach because when you send some of the kids out into the, the real world. They don't have the skills. As you said, they don't know how to answer a phone. They don't know how to, um, you know, realise that you've got to start at the bottom. Some of these kids go, I want to be the managing director. I want to be the marketing manager. And you go, mm, okay. Yep. Okay, so you're going to start at the bottom because that's where you need to start to learn so that when you are in those positions, you can deal with every level. 
and that's that's where it comes in. I think at 20, when they're at either going to uni and they have to then really communicate with their um, lecturers and get on with people, that's when they're going, I don't have any skills. I can't text my lecturer in front of him going, oh, sir, I don't know how to do that. Because then they have to look at him in the eye and then they're awkward because they haven't done it for so long. Yep. So if that's not enough um, motivation, parents, to really get your child to learn these really valuable skills of body language, reading other people's body language, but more importantly, being aware of their own body language, you know, if you want them to get married and move out one day, you're going to have to make sure they know how to do that. And it usually comes back on the mother because the, the girls that they're marrying will say, did your mother teach you anything? Yeah. You know, it's always the us that get get the blame so um I have all like with my I've got so many kids but I always made them and their friends read body language and they would they did it as a joke and then they go out into a nightclub or um out into the public and they'd start using it and then they come back and say oh Bob that actually works and I yes it does work you need these skills if you want to get on in life yeah absolutely pick up girlfriends exactly <laughs> oh, I love it so is there anything else that we can do to introduce more body language into uh, our children's lives so that they are aware because obviously you've got some tips there well okay so a funny little thing that we do with our kids to get them to practice body language skills is we turn the sound off in the TV and we say, oh. okay, what do you think is happening? Tell us. And then they have to, oh, if this person's doing this, then we turn the sound on and then it's either right or wrong. Or when we go to a, um, to a park or a restaurant, we'll say, okay, now we want you to people watch. What is happening? Oh, oh, those people over there, they look like, they don't look very happy. Um, what do you think is happening? Oh, I think they're fighting. Yes. So, you know, just practicing skills that are fun as well. So the TV is fun. Someone's right, someone's wrong. People watching, sitting on a park bench or in a restaurant or whatever, that's fun. And then they get to see what they're learning in a book. So, um, again, it's you read this chapter, let's discuss it. That's a big thing for in our family. I want you to read the chapter. When you've done it, I want you to tell me how you feel you would go in this situation. So again, it's just, instead of just saying, here's a book, you're, you're no good at body language, you need this skill, which everyone will go, I don't need it. Making it fun, making it fun to learn in practice, but also in reading so that you can then say, okay, let's go and look for someone who is not feeling well and let's go and talk to them and see if you can disarm them, open their, their body language and make them feel better about themselves. So that, that's a, a big tip. And with your texting, texting can cause so many issues. Um, lots of fights happen when people send a text um, because they're not using emotions. So it's like, and people go, oh, that's a bit rude. Use emojis, you know, smiley face, hooray, big love hearts, because that's the only emotion that you can put into a text. And that's so important. 
reread your text, put a little bit of emotion in there, put your emojis in so people don't think that you're being too cut and dry or what you've said is not how you intended. So easy. So many fights happen with people. And I'm talking in business as well. Because, you know, if you're a male brain and you're writing a text to someone, your brain goes, just put the information, no fluffy bits. So if you're male brain and you're dealing with a female brain, you need to go and say, oh, my teacher is a female. She's not going to like that. So hi, hi Miss Smith. Um, I just thought I'd send you this email. Could you please help me? And then you put in your body of what you need and say, thanks so much for reading this. And I'll look forward to um, getting a response. So you make them feel better and not just cut and dry. Or if you're too flowery and you're dealing with a male teacher, then it's okay to say, okay, um, here's my problem. Can you help me? Bah. So again, it's learning how people like to be spoken to or sent texts to, to avoid conflict and not being able to bond with people. It's a lifelong skill. And I think, you know, I know I read one of your first books when I was in my teenage years and it, and it definitely um, helped me a lot in my uh, business life and life in general. So I think body language is so, so important. Where, what books do you recommend or what other resources can you recommend people read or look into? Well, the first one is, um, and, you know, I'm not do, just doing it because it's my book, but the definitive book of body language is like the Bible. We have put so much time and effort into that and it will take them quite a while because I don't want them to just read it. I want the family to read it and then discuss it. So everyone reads the chapter and then they go and practice it. Female brains are pretty intuitive and they're pretty good at it. Males need a little bit more time and a little bit more practice. So the mums can help the sons and, you know, but make it fun. Don't point the finger, don't say, oh, you're always crossing your arms and you're always, um, I had a situation, I was managing my, um, daughter's basketball team and in the team meeting two of the girls put their backs to the coach and had the top of their head listening to him and I was standing there going I just want to say excuse me sit up turn around look at the coach and take what he is saying to you and because it wasn't my place I just went up to the coach and said I'm so sorry this is very hard for me but you've got to tell those girls to look at you because that shows disrespect and I'm sorry you give up your time for free you should be respected by these kids but again you know again it's pointing out these lessons and that's what I do to Bella I say did you see what those girls were doing did you see how disrespectful that is oh mum I would never do that I said I know that but that's you reading and looking at that situation to know that you how he felt because that's what body language and communication is how does the other person feel when you're doing the negative body language or being disrespectful or not giving them the time of day or walking away in the middle of a conversation all of these life skills so that's that's another one um relationships we wrote a book called why men don't listen and women can't read maps and it talks about a male brain and a female brain. And I know society says that we're all the same, that we're all given exactly the same, but we're not. 
We're not better or worse, we're different. And the person who has the skills to deal with the opposite brain is the person that will be successful in life because they're not trying to, it's like when I do relationship counseling, one of the people will say, oh, well, she should change. Well, no, no, you have strategies. So if there's something that is annoying you with your child, what's the strategy? If they're messy, what's your strategy? Rather than nagging them to death, let's have a strategy. I have a strategy. If they've put something in my space and I don't like it, I have a little corner where I throw it in. When they ask me for something, I go, have a look in your corner. I don't get upset and they know they have to go and find it. So again, understanding the differences in the brain and how to communicate with them and how to change your style when you're dealing with someone that, that takes information in differently. So that's another, um, anything on relationships and the difference in the brain is something that every child needs to learn about and the parents can read it and do it in little bite sizes that'll help their relationships because you've got boys, right? Yes. <laughs> Our brain is completely different. Well, my, I have a really female brain, so I have to stop myself when I'm dealing with my son and go, okay, I can't be the way that I would normally be with my daughter. Her and I can over, we can talk over each other. We can, you know, have different conversations going in the one sentence and we understand, but with Brandon, I give him one thing at a time and he likes that. If I have to give him a few things to do, I go, here's your list. Cross the list off when you're finished. Yep. Otherwise, it's just noise to him. One, two, three. You've asked me to do 10 things. Uh, what was the first thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, list. Okay. Yep. I, can't, I don't think I can go past two. <laughs> so I think those are, to me, are the most important skills. There's so many books out there that, you know, um, people skills and that you can learn but just start with body language and the differences in the brains and then everything else is just so much easier we um uh, we just put a book out called the answer um, which is doing fantastically and that is about how to teach people how to get what they want in life how to program their RAS to get the RAS looking for what their goals are and that's been really exciting for every age because we're finding people who are 60 and over they don't have any goals anymore and they're lost and then we have younger people who have no idea where they want to go and it again is just writing your goals down but how do you write your goal down, goals down what do they look like most people don't know how to start so that's also a, a, another amazing um tool for for the kids um to teach them how to get what they want in life and and not be lost and there's su there's such important skills and i've um i can highly recommend all three of those books that you recommended and all the other ones because i know you've written uh 10 in total uh with over 20 million books sold in uh in all of that time so uh, if you'd like more information where can people go well, they can go on our website, which is peaceinternational.com, um, or they can, yeah, that's probably the best way. Just go to our website and send a, uh, an email in and we'll reply back to them. There's only one thing that I want to leave on, which is um, it's important in our whole life to have balance in our relationships, whether it's with mum and dad, children, grandchildren, whatever. 
And if someone is really important to you, you need to make time to make a phone call, um, go and visit them face-to-face. In a world where young people are just communicating by text and, you know, they've lost all of these skills, there are so many people reporting loneliness. That's the one thing that kills our society, makes everyone so unhappy, puts people on antidepressant tablets. It's like loneliness is what happens. So I would like everyone to make an effort because if someone's important to you, prioritise them and make them feel important and don't let them be lonely. Mm, It's so true. So, so, so true. In a connected world, it's pretty scary how more that has been, that loneliness has even increased. It's really sad. It has. It has. Well, thank you so much for all your amazing insights today, Barbara. So, so many nuggets of gold there. Um, It's been wonderful having a chat. Um, Make sure you check out those books and have fun doing those body language uh, exercises with your kids. So I'm going to go to the park this afternoon. Excellent. You'll be surprised. If you're loving the PacMag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow PacMag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Pinterest. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? Well, we learned so much on today's show. Wasn't Barbara amazing? So body language is our first language was the best thing that I learned today. So... And it's really important to have great body language. So number one was eye contact. You've got to teach your child how to give and maintain eye contact with somebody who they are talking to. Number two was distance. So how far do you stand away when someone is talking to you? Too far can cause the other person to think something is wrong or you are a bit off and too close can make the person feel that you are standing over them or you're making them feel uncomfortable. So everyone has their own comfort distance. Take note of this and respect it. And number three was to smile. Uh, When you feel uncomfortable or want to get away from someone, you'll usually do a tight lip smile. So this tells the other person that you are bored or you wish to leave. Uh, Now you need to remember to show your teeth and smile with your eyes as this tells the other person you are interested in what they have to say and that you're comfortable. And the last one was negative body language. You need to get rid of it. Do not cross your body. uh, Avoid holding your own hands. Have your arms open. This tells others that you are welcoming and friendly. Now, you want people to walk away from a conversation with you feeling welcomed and understood. So if we don't teach our children these important body language skills, then they won't know how to interact with adults or even their friends in the future. So body language is so important when it comes to making new friends, having job opportunities and future relationships. So like Barbara said, a fun little exercise to do with your kids to teach them to read body language is to put on the TV and put it on mute and ask your children what they think is happening. And then you can turn the sound on after your child has guessed and see if they were correct or not. Uh, People watching is also a great way to get your children to pick up on body language. So get out there, get amongst it, teach your children about body language, get them to be more aware of their own body language and that of others. And I think you're gonna set them up for a lot more future success in their relationships, work and life. If you'd like more information or to check out Barbara's uh, great books, the links are in the show notes, so make sure you check them out. They're amazing. I love all of Alan and Barbara Pease's books. They're incredible. Well, we've wrapped up another episode. Uh, I hope you're having a great time listening to them. I sure love pulling them together with my team for you. Uh, I learned a lot in today's show. So thank you so much, Barbara, for all your insights. Uh, such, uh, you know, it's such a simple thing, but so important. Well, that's it. 
Until next time, happy parenting and don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.